Welcome, New Year's Eve 2021, about to be very much in the past as we bring forth 2022. Uh, tonight's story is in reflection uh, of a New Year's Eve celebration. It involves young Arjaf, who has, has came on leaps and bounds. Now, for anyone anyone who doesn't know young Arjaf, he was part of my previous story. Now, you know, just, I don't want to give too much of a spoiler, but... It was a bit of a cameo role there, uh, 16-year-old Punjabi boy, um, half Sikh, half Muslim actually, his name's Arjif Mahmood, 16 he was at the time of the incident, where in fact he was uh, held up at uh, gunpoint and there was a blank bullet fired at him, again you'll need to listen to the previous story, it's an absolute cracker, recommended highly, um, but this story brings young Arjaf into the the man that he's he's desired to be to become. He's managed to get himself a, a, an opportunity, a place at Oxford. Now the thing with uh, young Arjaf is he when he was held up at the petrol station, um, there was a discrepancy where the he actually had to cut one of the cameras whilst he was being held up, so. In light of that, there was an investigation and it was said that the camera was actually faulty, which was actually the fault of BP. Of course, this is a fictional story, so don't try and sue me. Anyway, so a fee of £10,000 was paid, so that's covered all his expenses. I don't know how much Oxford is, but if it's more than that, double it. Well, let's just say he's got 20 grand now, right? He's got 20 grand. And yeah, so it's Oxford, It's he's, he's been there for a few months, he's settled in, he's hanging about with the mathletes though, and that's basically the, the geeks who are athletic in mind, but in body, certainly uh, deplorable, um, certainly a, no, no image of uh, of, of what uh, young RJ wishes to become, he wants to get pumped and wants to get in the gym. But yeah, the, the 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 trauma from that previous incident where he was he was held up at the petrol station is, is affected him. But he's he's kind of pushed it to the back, and he he wants to use that money to 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 forego, to go forth. Sorry, and um, really transpire into a, you know a real masculine man. And he's 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 even managed to get himself a beard, but like a solid beard, not one of those little fluffy ones. That one that you could shave and it grow back in like two days. A real, a real matchbox affair. Anyway, let me get into this. So he's in Oxford, and you know he's hanging about with his geek pals or whatnot, and they're in their computer games. And you know a lot of people think that I'm trashing computer games on this podcast, but that's not the the case at all. I'm just setting a scene of uh, of of where we are in society these days. Probably because I don't play enough games, I probably enjoy it and get hooked. But anyway, he's, he's he wants to meet people that are a bit outgoing and whatnot. So, you know, he's he's he's, he's checking out the notice board before they all finish up for Christmas. And by the way, that this is this is set a year down the line, so it's um, twenty twenty two. So he's seventeen years old now. Uh, he, he's he's in Oxford. He's a fresher, and he he's looking at the notice board before he finishes up. He lives in halls as well, but he's 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 due to go back home. But his uh, his little brother, uh, Mandeep, has got COVID and his parents have said, look, just please stay at home because your gran lives with us and we don't want her to catch it and die because um, we're due to get some of her money soon. 
but it needs to ha- she needs to pop her clogs within the next two years if if I'm correct if I've I've looked at the insurance policy correct there, so he's like right okay okay you sick bastards or whatever, so anyway so he's he's going to hang tight at halls so all his mathlete mates have gone they they've they've you know they they they're all there back at whatever Surrey, these you know these kind of posh areas you know where people can afford to live in castles and you know pissing fountains that type of thing. Um, so yeah, he's 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 just he's just cutting back by himself, and he's looking at the notice board to see if anything's on over that period because you know there's a lot of people that will, will be hanging back, but he doesn't really know anyone. He doesn't see anything, um, but he's he's just in the hall. The hall's like you know the hallways. It's a long stretch. You can hear the 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 the, the feet that are uh, squeaking along it because it's just been washed freshly with bleach and warm water from the cleaner. But he hears a couple of voices, it's a, it's a couple of guys like, Hey Cooper, you wouldn't last a minute with her. <laughs> and, and and he's like, oh damn, it's, it's the it's the Scagnetti boys. The Scagnetti boys are basically an old tribal crew who've been there for about three years. They they, they don't actually wish to to ever um to ever go into the working world or to ever graduate because they've they've got enough money, the parents have got enough money to keep them going in this in this particular establishment. So they could probably do another five years at Oxford and it's no skin off their nose. But they've been hanging back because apparently they have like one big party, a lot of debauchery, a lot of a lot of uh, unsavory scenes, let's say. And uh, they also forged new members into the club that night. So this is like the you know, it's the middle of December and, you know, the the the, the, the Cooper, the, the main leader of the Skignetti gang. He's at walk, walks past, he goes, hey, I don't believe there is any curry cooking classes. <laughs> and they all laugh and spud each other. And then, um, you know, young RJ, um, you know, if he, if he's grown up since that whole petrol station incident, but he's he's, he's, he's got a hard shell, but he's a soft-centred man. But he turns around and he just looks at Cooper and he says, people like you will never understand what it's like to be me. But that's what makes me different. And they're like, ooh. And he goes, actually, why don't you come out of the front yard right now and I'll challenge you? What, you want to you fight me? He goes, yeah, why not? I've got nothing to lose. My brother Mandeep's got COVID and my bloody grand's about to die. And I'm fucking spending Christmas probably wanking off to fucking some shitey movie and a low-band low brand fucking hotspot shite. He's like, well, I don't have time for that. I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to a curling class. Anyway, the guys just, you know, the, the rest of the gang, there's about 10 of them, and they just nudge past RJ and they, they bump into him. They're like, hey, loser. And RJ just, he's, 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 he's a complete mess. He's just, you know, he's, 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 he, has, he has learned a lot about himself in the last, you know, 12 months, but he does feel quite lonely. Anyway, it's the next day, and uh, university is officially about to close. Anyone living in halls can obviously hang about, but in terms of the curriculum, it's all about to come to an end. And he just he just hung outside the school gates. It's the the end of the class. It's you know people are getting picked up, parents are coming and picking up their kids, taking them away for you know for the next two weeks for the festive holidays or whatnot. And there's a car rolling down the street. 
but it's moving at such a slow pace. But he, he also knows it's it's got it's an old school seventies Mercedes gold. It's like a gold chocolate bar, but the thing is blinging. I know no one uses that word, but it's shining bright like a diamond, like a diamond. And it's rolling, it's rolling slow, man. It's rolling slow, and it's got those bloody tires that Doctor Dre had, and that still Dre video. Bit of hydraulic action as well. And he just glances to his left, glances to his right. All the children just getting into their cars, going, going. Well, not the children, the university students getting into their cars. But he looks to his left and he sees Cooper. And he sees Cooper and the boys. And this car's moving at such a slow pace. Cooper's like smoking a joint outside school, outside the school gates. And he's laughing and he's just, he's completely oblivious. This car's getting closer and closer at the school gates. The tyres just rolling, the tread just glazing along the, the icy roads. And before you know it, RGF's like, Cooper, down! Car speeds off. Cooper's pure like shaking on the floor. He's you know his, his joints pure rolled out and uh, on 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 the middle of the road. A couple of people got shot in the in in the crossfire. But Cooper Cooper's like I've not been touched. I've not been hurt. Yes. He's like what the hell is that? And he runs up to RJ because you all right. You all right, man. Because like, I've never met you before. You all right? He said, yeah, we did, we have, mate. He goes, mate, oh, you've saved my life. You've saved my boy's life. He goes, what was all that about anyway? He says, oh, some of the Pakistani boys around here sold us some mal. He goes, mal? He goes, yeah, malnutrition. So it's basically a protein shake that combines weed and it's it's it, it gets you pumped and also keeps your testosterone at an all-time high level. And he's like, anyway, enough about the science, but like, what, what was the problem? He goes, listen, I just couldn't pay them. Actually, I could, I just didn't decide to. You know, I actually prefer you Indian boys. He goes, but I'm half. Because I can't, I can't care whether you're half or full. You saved me and the boys' lives. And you know what? That calls for a celebration. New Year's Eve, Mary's at the old docks. And we're having an all-cave party. There'll be girls, there'll be guys, people will be hooking up. If you want to pop your cherry, do it on my behalf, son. I've got options for you, Arjeef. I know you're cut from the same cloth like us. Arjeef's like, I don't know. He goes, listen, my life flashed before my eyes here. You saved me. It's time for me to receive, repay the favour. And if that means popping your cherry at 12 o'clock, hey, don't say nothing about nothing. He said, why are you speaking like a fucking Clint Eastwood prick? He goes, I don't know. He goes, like, here's the invitation. That's the passcode. New Year's Eve. Anyway, fast forward New Year's Eve. RJF's been sitting in his bloody dorm, just doing nothing. Just reading. Just reading, you know, and just trying to read about human psychology. Just really in, in terms of how how he can kind of immerse himself into different social groups and progress himself. He really, he really wants to set himself some high goals and he believes the way he stood up to Cooper and he saved Cooper's life, it was meant to be, even though Cooper's not a racist. Anyway, it comes to New Year's Eve. Uh, he goes to the old docks, hits in the pin code. It's, 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 it's like the outside of a cave, but you would never know there's an actual, there's a layer down there, there's like a party, there's an underground party going on. 
So, you know, he's, he's, he's spruced up, you know, he's, he's got a blazer, grey blazer on, he's got a black shirt. Um, he's, he's, he's got a receding hairline, but he's got a wee quiff going on. And he's got his beard going on as well. So he's, he's, and he's, he just bought a bottle of Tom Ford, which his mum sent him. Because he said that his mum got an advance from when the gram was supposed to pass. And the doctors believe that's like within the next year. So that means that releases that activates some of the early funds. So, um, yeah, she got him a bottle of Tom Ford, bless her. And he's, he's, he's looking good. He's got his nice shiny shoes uh, and, his, and his skinny jeans. Anyway, hits in the code. One nine eight four, one nine eight four. Is it? Hmm. That's odd. Seems like a date of birth. Pops it in. The door opens. And you can just hear like voices and music. And it's like music. It's like Mr. Brightside. All that. But like James Blunt playing Coldplay. All the usual nonsense. Are <coughs> you oh fucking hell man, I'm going to be the only brown person here, but he goes, I've wore some Tom Ford, I've got a good beard, I've got a good build, I've been pumping weight, maybe these lads will let me smoke that stuff, that testosterone based protein shake, so he, he walks down these metal stairs and he can see some like red flashing lights down there, but it's not like a heavy base system and you know he's kind of like looking to see and he, he gets down at the bottom of the stairs and he turns his head to the right, can't see anyone, turns his left, it's Cooper! He goes, hey, we've been waiting for you. He goes, hey man, listen, I just want to stay for a little bit, then I'm going to call my parents. He goes, hey, you stay for however long you like. As long as you get your mission, el comprende? He's like, yeah, listen, I just want to get in and out. He goes, yeah, that's what he said. Uh, she said. And he's like, hmm, what, what was that? Well, that's a bit sus. So he comes down, meets the rest of the gang. I'm not going to mention all the names. There's a guy there called Devon. Um, who is from California, but he's, he studies at Oxford now. He's like, yo, what what is say, partner? Let me see what that mouth do. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah. It, um, Cooper's like, oh, don't worry about Devon. He's one of us. He just talks some of that American yank nonsense. Anyway, they're all sat down. And uh, there's, there's only about two girls there, really. And they're like, right, we'll let you boys crack on. We know you've got a big night ahead. And RJF's like, and Cooper's like, don't worry, they're coming back. Bloody hell, this guy's horror on the dog on heat. He's like, right, everyone sit around. So there's all these kind of like small kind of seats, these fold, folded chairs, you know, you might like put down at the beach. And uh, they've got a wee stone fire there, a wee collection of stones, and there's like there's some wood in the middle, and there's a wee fire, they're burning papers. But RJF's looking at it, he's like, what is that? Is that exam papers? He goes, yeah. He goes, what? You don't think we wanted to pass, we want to stay here forever. We've had the correct answers for years for these exams, but we just don't want to cash it in. He goes, hey, meet the guys, and he introduces them, about eight guys there. There's a packet of digestive biscuits there as well, which he thinks is quite random. And he goes, what's that? He goes, dog food? He goes, yeah, we've got a wee dog in here as well. He goes, right, okay. He goes, right, I'm only staying for a little bit. He goes, well... Listen, RJF, we just everyone wants to thank you from the Skignetti gang. We want to say from the bottom of our hearts, thank you very much. And tonight we will draw blood, not literally, but hopefully not, 
I'm all immersed into our group. So that means you're protected by the Scagnetti gang. You can falsify exam results and you can have access to any lady on the campus. How does that sound for a young brown man like yourself? He goes, brown man? He goes, well, well, that's what you are, but we're not discriminating. He goes, well, you did in the corridor that day. He goes, listen, I've got to keep up appearances. If people think that I'm slacking, my rep's down the drain, baby. He's like, why does he keep speaking like a pure fan, Dan? Which means fanning or vagina. He's like, right. He goes, right, so what are we doing? He goes, listen, we've got a couple of games just to get you in the mood. Once those have been activated and once you've passed them, you're in the club, baby. It's like, you know, the Masons are those people that used to get a black card at Nando's or people who get access to the O2 to see Ed Sheeran on the first night of his concerts, sold out ones that me adds. You've got all that and more. He's like, all right, all right, what are we drinking? He goes, a little concoction we call Cumbum. Is it Cumbum? He goes, yeah, it's Vietnamese. My father lives out there. It's spelled K-H-U-M-B-H-U-M, umlaut. Umlaut's over the U because it's a German Vietnamese beer. He goes, right. Ugh, sounds a bit sus, but okay. He goes, listen, one drink of that, you'll be fleeing. He goes, mate, do me a favour, going to stop speaking like that? He goes, yeah, no worries, no worries. He goes, I have noticed a bit of a twang in your voice. He goes, yeah, I'm, I'm very Asian. He goes, yeah, well, lose that accent because when you're joining our club, we're doing TikTok lives, we're doing charity events. We also do a night at Hollister. Hollister do a seasonal, seasonal sale and we're invited to... Um, yeah, to, to, to head that up So yeah, you're going to have to lose that accent He goes, okay, that's the way I speak He goes, yeah, I don't give a fuck Yeah, drink that pure buddy He drinks it And he he's, he's like, oh, right, give us another one But be, before he can finish it Everyone's laughing at him like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> And Cooper's like, wow Seeing double, are we? He goes, what have you put in that? And he just fades to black. And he sees Devon, who's like this mixed race guy from California. He's like built that shit brick house, picks him up and puts him on the bed. They've got a bed there. And he wakes up a couple hours later and he just, he just, he feels okay. He feels refreshed, but his hands are tied. And he goes, what is this? He goes, hey, sleepy pie. He goes, listen, a couple of these couple of these things you're not going to like, but once you've passed it, you've got access like us. So, what's it to be? Challenge one? He goes, let me go. He goes, let him go, let him go. Listen, we didn't actually tell you that was like 20% beer. That's why you probably floored it. And it's also come, got some of that testo- uh, testosterone gummy beers. So your testosterone probably went so high up in your head that it floored you. Uh, you weren't able to kind of compound what was going on. And But don't worry, you may be feeling like you've slept for like a couple hours, you only probably slept for like 10 minutes. He goes, wow, I feel amazing. He goes, yeah, you, you should. You should because, yeah, you should. And I hope you like mushrooms. He goes, what are we having dinner? He goes, well, something like that. It's a feast, that's for sure. He goes, right, the first task is really simple and all the boys are like, they, they cut the music off, they put, oh, they put, um, they were playing like a mixtape compilation of um, 
Chris Martin's greatest hits and then they stop it and they're like, oh, I love that song. He goes, hey, we'll get it on after. I think there's a remix with Jay-Z and Linkin Park. And like, anyway, yeah, all you've got to do is kick the dog up the arse and it's a wee terrier. He's at what, full force? He goes, no, I just li- literally just touch its asshole, that's it. And he goes, right, so he's, he's got his nice shoes on. He goes, I've just washed these. He goes, like, like you want to get in the gang or not? You want to get protection or not? So he does it. Dog squeals a bit and tries to bite his feet. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. When the guys, you know, get the dog and put it, put it in a cage. He goes, okay. You ever heard of a game called Soggy Biscuit? <laughs> He's like, no, that's surely an old wives' tale. He goes, well, let's just say the boys have got big barrels and those barrels have been unloaded whilst you've been sleeping. And he goes, no, we're just joking. He goes, like, all you have to do is eat those digestive biscuits, five of them in a row, and just eat the icing off them as well. He goes, you sure it's not? He goes, listen, I'll take a bite. And Cooper has it. He goes, look, sweet as a nut. Not my nuts, that is. He goes, okay. Five, he goes, yeah, crunches him. He goes, well, that icing something else. He goes, I knew you'd say that. He goes, now listen. Now the last task is. The last task is that you must admit. One thing, and that's it. That's it. Admit. This, what do you mean, admit? Let's just say it's something that's been playing on, on our minds that perhaps you've been campaigning for on campus and on TikTok. British rule on India. You believe that the Brits rule India and caused civil war between yourselves and Pakistan and Kashmir and Bangladesh. Listen, we don't want to get into all that. All we want you to do is speak in front of that camera on the TikTok Live and admit that it was all just a big farce and you made a mistake. Or, option B, wrestle Devon over the fire whilst drenched in oil and your fists in petrol. He goes, what is this, man? He goes, listen, I, I need to go. He goes, the doors are locked. No one's coming. No one can hear ye. Lecturers are off campus. The girls have gone home. The passcode has changed. I believe it was 1984. 1984. You sick fucks. You sick fucks. I'll never do that. I will never admit that you Brits didn't cause this situation between India and Pakistan and Bangladesh and lives were lost and civil war ensued. Because I'm a warrior. And he stands up in the the fire, the fire pits just glazing his body and he just rips his shirt off. And he goes, why did you do that? That was a 20 pound Zara shirt. He goes, I don't give a shit. And he picks up a wooden stick and wraps his shirt around it and dips it in the petrol and uses it as a torch. He goes... I'll fight Devon to the death. And then, Cooper, it's your turn. He goes, well, well, well. Another brown man ready to step up and fight for the cause. He goes, also, we don't give a flying toss 
about BLM, Punjab, or anything else. Ultimately, you're getting in our gang to fit the face of it, to be a a tick box exercise. A case for curry being served in the school canteen. Devon pushes Cooper aside and all the guys are like, Get him, Devon! He goes, It's Devon, you prick. Let's go, baby. And Devon rips his shirt off and this guy's about three times the size of RJF. But from... This is a bit of a spoiler from the previous story, but he met a guy called Jimmy Brogues from the previous story and Jimmy Brogues always said that whenever you're about to face death or battle a man, look him in the eye like you've got nothing to lose. And the music in his head starts playing. And Cooper goes, what's that lick he's pulled off? He's like, Devon, hit him! Da-da-da. He goes, Devon, hit him, what are you doing? He goes, what the hell is he doing? And he lifts up his... Arduf lifts up his right leg and he's he's balanced on his left leg. He's almost positioned like a snake. And every movement that Devon's pulling, every face, RJF's mirroring it. And Devon goes, I want to put you into the ground where you belong. And Cooper goes, finish him! And the dog breaks out the cage. Ah! Starts eating Cooper's face off. Ah! Ah! Because it, it, it overheard the fact that Cooper instructed Arjeev to boot it up the arse. And all the guys are trying to get the dog and the, 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 the dog is just going wild because it's eating one of those testosterone fueled protein shakes. And it starts growing. It starts growing like proper legs, like thighs. And the thing turns into like a werewolf, starts smashing all these guys to smithereens left and right. Everyone's just getting smashed against the wall. They're all being left for dead. And this this dog, this werewolf, has grown into like a seven foot monster. And it looks to Arjeev and Arjeev goes, don't worry, I've got this. And sorry about the asshole. Devon's just looking stunned, he's the only one alive. Bang! Arjeev kicks him right in his face with the right leg that was hanging in the air. Devon falls into the fire, he's melting like a marshmallow. You can just smell his skin burning. Arjeev just looks at the the wolf, he goes, look, they've changed the passcode, we've got to get out of here. He goes, don't you worry. I know many ways out of here. And he blasts through the ceiling, all through the stone wall. He goes, how am I supposed to get up there? And the dog, a.k.a. the werewolf, floors its arm and extends it, grabs RJF up. He goes, life's about to change for the better of us. One minute you're wearing Tom Ford, the next minute you're flying on the back of a werewolf.